Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So Gil, did you know the podcast world is growing bigger every day? And guess who wants to help you navigate it? The Himalaya app. That's right. That's what it is. The Himalaya app is a brand new podcast app where you can find every single podcast you love and find some more that you might not know about. It's free. It's the easiest to use. There's lots of cool features like the tip jar and playlist to help you build on the podcast that you know. And they have every single podcast you love, but of course more. So all you got to do, find and download the app on the App Store or the Google Play Store. And we spell it out for you. It's H-I-M-A-L-A-Y-A. Go there, download. Don't forget. Don't forget to follow the No Chill Podcast when you get there. Let's go. On this episode of the No Chill Podcast, we circle back on the results of the NBA summer. If there's anything we can conclude now, it's that the balance of power has swung back to LA. Surprisingly, it's with the Clippers. With both Kawhi and Paul George returning home to SoCal, the Clippers are picking up on a team that did well last season without a superstar. So what happens next? Along with watching how these new assemblies of towns play together, what will be even more fascinating is to see who gets the ball in crunch time. For Agent Zero, that answer is simple. It's a no-show podcast. Remember, you can get every episode early on the Himalaya app. You can also get every episode wherever you get your podcasts, including the No Chill channel on YouTube. There's a lot of love right they're, now. They're Clippers? There's a 2-1-3, right? Yeah, 2-1-3 versus 3 2 yeah. The great area. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I don't know, you know, it's Kawhi's number two, Paul George, one, three. Put them together, two, one, three. That's and what, like, Anthony Davis that. is three, and LeBron is 23. Ah. Three, two, three. Oh, I, yeah. didn't see, I didn't see that. Yeah, yet. so it's the. Yeah. Because when they took their LA, photo at the LA, press conference, they were like, stand like this, so it's two, one, three. They did it because. Yeah. Because Anthony Davis did theirs first and made oh, two, they did three, it first? two. Yeah. I thought, and then, I thought the Clippers did. No. Nah, oh, shit, I was going to give Clippers some credit. No, nah, Lakers did it first. <sighs> And then Doc seen the two one three and switched it yeah. for them. Doc knows his area codes now, but mm-hmm. that was a thing because man, we I, and we've talked about this. The culture in L.A. for the Clippers was mm-hmm. never really there, and what they did, they did pretty much the unthinkable. You got to give Doc and, and Steve Ballmer the credit, man. They got two superstars to L.A. Yeah, and I'm, not for the I, Lakers, you know. And that's and that's that that gives. That gives Clippers um, more respect now, you know, and, you know, this comes from, you know, being in a league that, and I don't think organizations, I don't think they think we're smart or I don't think they think we talk, but because of social media, I think they're seeing it now, but not really thinking about it. Because of basketball and because of cities, Los Angeles, um, Chicago, Vegas, there's only hubs. And the hubs are because of where majority of the NBA players are coming from, which is L.A. and Chicago is where majority of your NBA players are nesting from. It becomes a hub when everyone goes back home. So if a player who plays in Minnesota, want to get real basketball, some real high-level basketball, he has to come to those two cities where those play. So now you have a bunch of NBA players playing with each other, hanging out with each other all the time. So, you know, when people say, man, these guys are friends now. They're hanging out. They're training. They're training together. No, it's always been like that because if you play in L.A., You've always played at UCLA. You always played at Santa Monica Gym and Weddington Park. You always did that. But because your ass played in Memphis, and when you go back home to wherever, yeah, you don't have the luxury of playing with a whole bunch of other NBA players. But if you're from L.A., you did. Mm-hmm. KG always came here. Chris Bosh always came here. LeBron, D-Wade, they always came mm-hmm. here to play and practice with 
each other. D-Wade from Chicago. But he came to yeah. L.A. to, you know, Derrick Rose was always in yeah. L.A. I mean, so these guys are sitting here. And you know we ask each other about organization or free agency or coaching. So we get the rundown. So there's reasons cities don't get free agent. We Actually, know. great example of Chicago right now. Bulls. Yeah. But, All I mean, that talent from Chicago, they're not getting Chicago players. But that's what I'm saying. But that's that comes from draft. I mean, that just comes just naturally. Yeah, free I mean, agent. When was the free, last time the Bulls got a big-time free agent? They don't. No. Most, most, most cities, it's designed for you not to get free agents. Unless you just overload and throw so much money at that player. You know, but for the most part, you know, so when... You know, you're a free agent. You know, it's that it's that middle class of free agency. When I'm going to a city and the coach is telling me, I'm going to ask a, a former player. Hey, yo, you play for dude. How is he? Oh, he cool? All right, cool. Oh, he a dickhead? Oh, he like that? Oh, I'm good, then. And that's what that's what turns players off of certain things. Like, what is the locker room like? So the Clippers, for the most part, didn't have a locker room. They didn't have an arena. They practiced at the Spectrum Club. <laughs> So, in theory, when you really think about it and you see players getting in and trying to get better and pushing themselves, what was all the Clippers doing for the last 40 years when you didn't have an arena? So that means your players wasn't going to gyms, getting extra shots, putting in extra work, trying to be the best. So the product you put out there is your own doing. Substandard, but who, in the, we can do this right now, who gets credit for that? The new owner. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You because he came in when he actually became the owner. They act, they had a nice team with with Bob City. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he came in on a nice a, a nice team, but at the end of the day, it's still the atmosphere but to, but you to give bring. Them credit they they did they did have talent at that time towards like the lake the disrespect for the Clippers. It's still no. Is this? I think around that time. No, it doesn't change. It, it changes with the atmosphere you're bringing in. Yeah. But they also had talent, and they kept talent. What we they don't did, care. We don't care about talent. I the don't, Clippers nobody, never kept talent. No one cared about talent. Like, what is your atmosphere like? Do you guys have breakfast, lunch, dinner? Do you have a players' lounge? Do you have a great staff? Are they cool? What? That's what we want. We don't give a shit about no, you're, the wins. You're looking, gonna, you're looking yeah, at the players' point of view. I'm talking about the play, That's all that matters. Basketball fans. And, I don't give a fuck about the. the, the the fans have no idea. You no, they wonder, don't have idea. You wonder why your team is not getting... But the fans' perspective of the Clippers is you are a joke. You, never, you have all these players and you never keep them. You never but this them. is why. You you, yeah, you're... But this is why. You're a joke of, a, of an organization. But that's why. That's why. They made that change. Ballmer did the right thing. Here we are today. We don't know what he did. What, that's what I'm saying. Like, when I asked... Remember... That pla remember Jim and Playa Vista. Remember when I asked Lou? I said, what is the atmosphere like? He said, that this is the best organization I've been to. Yeah. So when he said it, I have to think. Man, he was in Toronto. He was in Philly. He was in Houston. So so the, and then I said it, then the Clippers then changed the, they changed what people's thought process is. But it was like they were uh, a, a knockdown house here in Beverly Hills and they, they just no, came in Beverly with Hills. No, it was listen, a fucking listen, no, no, no. Watts. I'm making another one of those like uh, Watts. Okay, fair. But you bulldoze it, and you build a mansion. Yeah, but no one knows it, it the right way. But players don't know but that a mansion's you... built until a player says it. But also, by the way, you were in L.A., so it wasn't like you built a, a mansion in Memphis. You know, it yes, was, it was L.A. Yeah. So, so it was a for Balmer easy money, easy opportunity because I'm I'm going to be right in this huge market. It depends. It, it all depends gonna, on what kind of guy. They got nothing right now. I can give them anything; they'll be happy. Yeah, and that's the sad part. Yeah. You think that. You think you give me anything, I'll be happy. But why should I be happy with pennies and peanuts when motherfuckers is living like stars over there? Yeah, they might not be in a star city, but they're getting treated like stars. But he knew what it took to have to to. I don't. That's what right I think. I wouldn't know personally. I don't know him personally. Um, all I all I can tell is by the free agents that come. Mm -hmm. So when I ask Lou, what is the atmosphere like? What is the surrounding like? What is the locker room like? How is he treating you guys? Do you guys have all of this? Because before they didn't, they had a nail on the wall where they put their uniform. <laughs> yeah. So that means those players before had no no thought process of actually being good or being better until they got the fuck out of there. You know, it's 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 one of those. So. Now to see two players, Paul George and Kawhi. So when players are like, 
No one's going to the Clippers. You got to remember, what players are saying this? The older players. The players that know what the Clippers were. See, no one knows what the Clippers are now. But the new owner, what we what they were like, oh, hell no. Oh, man, that's fucking like, that's, that's, that's like the Roscoe's. That's, the, that's like, that's RC Cola. That's the RC Cola. Nobody wants that shit. That's just 25 cent soda. That's what that was. Yeah. So the fact that he's done upgraded the thought process of free agents is huge. So now you just don't have to rely on the Lakers. Like, man, like, you got to remember, everybody who's trying to come to L.A. is only, I only want to go to the Lakers. Like, now it's like, oh, I can play for the Clippers, too, and just be as big. I mean, just be as comfortable. You know, I, I, I'm treated like a human over here when it comes to the rest of the players. You know, so. And I can live in Manhattan Beach or mm-hmm. Santa Monica or wherever I want. So now that they got Paul George and Kawhi, you know, is the big praise. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the team to beat. Not really. Okay. I was going to ask you, do they have enough? Because we just went through the Lakers lot roster. They act, they, I think they have a shit. They have more. more uh, you know, this could end up doing, this could end up being a Boston situation. Where I don't know that it's that drastic, but explain. You have a team that didn't have a star, in a sense. And they put in work as a team. Now you have two stars coming in. How does these two stars affect the rest of the team? Um, the, the the problem here is, I mean, are they going to – I mean, you're going to have Patrick at the one. Is Kawhi going to play the two and Paul George is a small forward? Depends on the lineup because also don't forget they got Lou still. Lou comes off the bench. Lou's six right. man. Are oh, you talking about starting? Yeah. Okay. I'm talking about. Well, I'm talking about the starting. Not, okay. Not so, so their starters would probably be um, Patrick. Yeah, Pat the one. Kawhi. We'll Kawhi and Paul George start obviously. Manchester Harrell, which would be a small four power four. He's got to be so your five, gonna, right? So he's going to be your five. Okay. Who's your four? No. PG. Who? Paul George. Paul, Paul George at the four, because I mean, unless it, and you, so yeah, yeah. So okay, so you're gonna basically do exactly what Boston was doing no, when they put I, Haywood at the four. Well, hear me it's out. It's gonna be a disaster. It's gonna be well. So then you go Zubat at the five. Okay, so you got Zubat, Montrez, Patrick Beverly, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. George at the three. Yeah, that's a nice. That's a nice lineup. Okay. Nice big. Agile lineup. I'm not mad at it. But do you think it's good enough? That starting five. I'm Zubats. And then you come off the bench with you, Lou. You got, you got depth at the bench. Wilson Chandler, um, uh, Shemet. He's a knockdown shooter. I mean, you got Maurice. Yeah. You got Maurice. That's depth Lou. at the three. They, um, I, that, that was my question about them is they made these moves. It's kind of like the Russ and Harden thing. Like they got super duper stars, but then it, but the, I mean, but this team, I mean, with like Lou compared to Eric Gordon, you know, it's, it's similar to that, but then no, 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 because this Eric Gordon and Lou are the same player, but one comes saying. off the bench average in 20 versus starting. So if Lou is coming off the bench, that means the starting unit is all right for him to come off the bench as secondary scoring mm-hmm. instead of versus. Remember what he said though. He he, he never really asked to. I know, but he, he would did. start if he but could. But the fact he, that he came off, him. but that means if they came off the bench with Lou, that means yeah. the starting guys was good enough. The fact that Eric is the starting guy instead of the six man says this, the guy in front of him is not right. productive. But, there's but then wisdom. you got to put that guy in in the it's back. Like, it's like the Warriors had their death lineup, right? Like, you would want him to play more, so why not have him start? Who? Lou. Because he can give you 20 off the bench. Thing. Yeah, rhythm thing, bring him off the bench. So, I that was my question. Do they have enough? They have enough. To they, what, though? Win a championship? No. Let's see. 
What are you playing for if you're not if you're not going to load? I mean, you got to remember this is this is two pieces that they got in that helps boost this team into Western Conference Finals. Um, Think it's both LA teams in the Western Conference Finals, unless once get unless one of them get knocked out by Portland. Portland, I think, is the team if they're all together and they're all healthy. You know, it's 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 going to be sleep on Denver. Okay, so again, you said that last year before the season, by the way. And where did they get? Nowhere. Well, I picked nowhere in Portland. I picked my four. You know, we picked the we predicted top four, and they were my top four. And, and where did they make it? Four. They were five. They were, last year, I thought they were one. I don't. I don't. You talking about standings? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Know. I don't know. They didn't. I didn't. I didn't see them past what first round was it? First round. Yeah, yeah, we didn't talk about, we got, talk about yeah. regular yeah. So season again, predictions. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Regular season predictions. No, we, to do. we said how will the Western Conference, you know, who will they – they were two, my bad. They were two. Yeah. And who they lose to? They lost to – well, so the four last year were Golden two. State, Denver, Portland, Houston. And who who to, was six? To go back to no, that. no, just who was six? Oklahoma. Seven. You who had was the, seven? I think you had the Lakers. Who was seven? Uh, Spurs. Also, okay, got it. Anyhow, um, no. So I mean, the, so the, the Clippers, the, the Clippers is the Clippers is good mm-hmm. because you're two and three. See, when people say who's better, Clippers or Lakers, the easiest question to ask is this: Can LeBron stop Kawhi? Or Paul George. Stop at this point. Stop. Yeah. Can he contain? Contain. Yeah. I don't even shut him down. Can Paul George or Kawhi contain LeBron? No. Mm. And then I, I guess and we're, we're, Paul, we're, can Paul George or anybody in the Clippers contain? Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. No. That that is. The but Anthony Davis and the Lakers can contain. I, I would say this with LeBron and Kawhi would probably be the matchup there. They no. kind of cancel each other. No. Paul George. Paul George. He, whoever it is, they kind of cancel each other out. Yeah. The, the problem that the Clippers have is Anthony Davis, and I don't know. I don't know but, if people but, outside but, of LA really care about Lakers. Remember, Clippers, Paul, Paul George, remember, Paul George is only going to give you the points. He's not going to give you the eight and eight or nine and nine like LeBron will. Mm-hmm. So he, LeBron's going to win that matchup. Anthony Davis wins his matchup. Whoever that is, yeah. And they can contain Paul George and Kawhi. They're not going to stop the two, but they can contain it compared to what else you have on a team. Yeah. But what do the Lakers got for uh, Lou Will? Uh. For Luda Will coming off the bench, uh, who can stop him? But see, that's gonna that that's where the issue is gonna run in. That when a game comes down to the last five minutes, what is Doc gonna do? Well, like we went through when we first looked at the roster, I think it goes Pat Bev, Paul George, Kawhi, and Montrez. But you need that. Who's and then no, Luke, no, I'm talking the last five minutes. Who and are Luke. you going? Who are you going with? That that group. So you're gonna go with Pat Beverly, Lou Williams, six one six two. Depending on your matchup, because I guess you would Kawhi Leonard. Cool. You'd be cool with uh, Lou Kawhi, PG, Montrez, and then you. That's that's what I'm saying. That the the problem is your go to guy, the guy who is known for hitting big shots. Yeah, he's got to be out there. Could possibly put on the bench behind two superstars. And what? That's what, a, what the, scenario when the you go big, defense? But what I'm saying is the biggest problem is going to be the Clippers in the last three minutes of the game. I, I don't think it's a problem. Who I think, I think gets it de- the ball? Depends on the situation. Well, who gets the ball? Yeah. Who gets the ball? I'm going to go live. The two max players or your sixth man? The guy who makes seven million dollars, the guy who's known for hitting big shots, mm-hmm. the guy who is known for carrying okay, so the load. Yeah, so let's look at look at the history in Doc's career. You have Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce. Who gets the last shot? Paul Pierce gets the last shot. He, he knows. 
he was the go-to guy. Yeah. So everyone knew that. <laughs> and I just think it's, it's who got the last shot in um in two thousand um in two thousand four Milwaukee Bucks. I mean Minnesota. Sam Cassell. Yeah. Yeah. That's who's that was who's going to take it, and you had who on that team? Kevin Garnett. Mm-hmm. Who else would you have gone to? Have Serbiak? Serbiak, yeah. Absolutely. Spreewell. Yeah. Troy Hutt. Yeah, 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 the whole team. Man, I still go to Sam. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You only go to Sam because I, I said he was the go-to guy. <laughs> actually, I, I would say Spree. I don't yeah, know. I can't uh, think. Yeah. Spreewell is more of a slasher. Yeah, but that's know. what I'm saying. The go-to guy was Sam. But that's what KG needed. Mm. He needed a go-to guy. See, mm. the fact yeah. that Paul George is learning how to be go-to guy. And when I say learning, people got to respect where he's came from and mm. understand what he's came from to understand what I'm saying. Paul George, when he was getting ready to take that next step after competing with LeBron, that following summer he got hurt. Yeah. He had to battle back for a few years to get back. It was, it was really to, similar to Gordon Hayward's injury. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Gordon Hayward hasn't hit that year yet. Mm-mm. So you know, the the that that coming back year in um, Indiana was all right. Then his then he had two years with Russ. So he hasn't had much experience on being that go-to guy, taking those big shots, hitting those big shots, because when he was getting ready to to start, he got hurt. And then he's been battling back since. Kawhi last year has taken big shots, hit big shots, hit daggered shots. Mm -hmm. And then you got Lou Will, his whole career has been hitting big shots. So the last three minutes... Are you going to have two superstars putting their egos away for Lou Williams? Well, I think... To win. I think the easy Because that's, that, that's, that's the thing. Right, it's to win. To win. And I think, I think Kawhi is probably cool with that. Uh, and I would say Paul George is too. I think, I think he's a... a I, you don't know. You don't, they okay, haven't don't. been put in that situation. Yeah. So you haven't been put in a situation where... You have two mega stars that has to both have to say, "Lou, you're the go-to guy at the end." Well, here, here's the easy answer. You look at the, who has the best matchup, depending on the no, nightly no. basis who they're going up against. That's one, and two. That's on Doc. I think that's his, no, that's, that, one, that, that's, that's his strong suit. No, hey, that's Lou, not a Doc right now. That's mm-hmm. not a Doc. There's nothing Doc can do. It's it's a player to player situation. And you don't you think have matchups influence that? Matchup influence is who is the guy at the end. And I'm going to tell you this situation that happened before, and we've seen the outcome. The organization got destroyed. A player is now fighting in free agency because he never got that shot. New York Knicks, a guy by the name of Jeremy Lin. Mm. I know everyone knows the story. Mm sleeping on his brother's couch, getting ready to get cut until someone got hurt and they were forced to play him. And that forced turned into a go-to guy. And being Asian, became a superstar. In New York? In New York City. See, what ended up happening is the truth. And here's the truth. He himself... Put the team on his back when two superstars was out. And the rest of the players said, hey, we're behind you. So now you have a team saying, Jeremy, this is your thing. Last five minutes, all big shots go to you. And he came correct every single time. Amari Stoudemire comes back. Amari buys into it buys into it hey yo do your thing this is your because amari you gotta remember amari wasn't the go-to guy in none of his teams steve nash 
It was not even Steve. You know, you had Joe Johnson at first. You had, you know, you had a little bit of Steve. You had Balbosa. You had guys who. So he knew that, you know, he might not get the ball at the end when it counted because these guys do what they do. You know, I clean up and do all that. I fit in. So Amari fed in well. The problem came when Melo got back. And those last three minutes, who gets the ball? Melo, who's a seasoned yeah. game winner, or the new guy who's put the team on his back? And, th- and that's a different situation. These are three stars, superstars. I'm going to call Lewis superstars. But, he's, but he wasn't. Lewis not a superstar. You, you don't – I mean, I mean he's, he should be an all-star, yes. He should be – he should be, but he's not mm-hmm. because how he's been played. So, Jeremy Lin was about to but be – But Jeremy Lin was uh, – Was about to be yeah, the new in, guy, the yeah, new dominant force. In Melo's eyes, though, I'm the alpha. I'm the superstar. In I've been hurt. My been eyes. It down for me. So, I got this now when I'm back. We are superstars, Lou. We're here. Sit back down. That's the yes. That, you, you said exactly what Melo did. And do you think it'll be like that with these guys? I don't. You don't know. I don't. You have guys who just won a championship. I just averaged twenty eight. I was an MVP candidate. Why should I let this sixth man take all the shots? If you know, that's what I'm saying. It's establishment of the players themselves. You know, and that's what ended up happening is when Melo comes back, he bump, bumps heads with the new guy. When that was Jeremy Rolls, that was his role. What he came in and was is who he was. And I think what ended up happening to his career is that inter, that interaction with Melo dictated and changed his personality of what he wanted to be. So when he comes to Houston... And he's in Houston. He's sitting there looking back like, I don't, want, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to bump heads anymore. I want to fit in. Then he became more of a point guard mm-hmm. instead of his natural ability of hitting shots. The Drew Holidays, those guys who hits big shots, takes big shots, has the nuts to do it. Which he had. And can go on a heater. That's what I'm and saying. He never and got if, that chance to run. He if, didn't get a runway to go. Crazy. No, but that's what I'm saying. You took it away. He got hit by reality uh, reality of superstars. And, and who in Houston would have gotten in his way? Because I felt like at, it, at it, didn't, it wasn't about Houston getting in his way. It's about his experience in New York. Hmm. You got to remember, everyone bought in besides one player. So, so in reality... He overtook the team, and it was his team until the Alpha got there. Mm -hmm. And the Alpha said, you know what? We're not going to battle. Get the fuck out of here. It's either him or me. Mm -hmm. But as as Alphas go, that's not surprising. Now, when he gets to Houston, he has 14 new players. Mm -hmm. They don't know me. I don't know them. I don't, you know, and that's what changes Mm -hmm. his whole career. If he stays in New York... He's a whole different. Yeah, I think he's so. a whole different playing personality. I think so. And then, then come to LA play with Kobe. Yeah, I mean that's, that's what I'm saying. So you you're you, not gonna you take really this guy there, yeah. like I I remember when Kobe wanted the ball, and he waved Kobe off and hit that big shot. That's who he was. Mm-hmm. He was a big shot taker, big mm-hmm. shot hitter, and he got he got zapped. In Houston, I mean, in, in New York, kind of like, okay, never, oh, hold on, let me take a back seat. And then, same thing everywhere he went, instead of saying, instead of building on it, like, oh, yeah, I just did this in New York. Let me stay here in New York and build on my, you know, what my, my swag, my confidence. So you took his confidence away early and then kept taking it. Mm-hmm. And now he shows moments of it. And but but you gotta understand, and that's why he stay. He's still in. You know that's why he's been in the league so long because the moments he have of takeover is what he's holding on to, and they made him more of a point guard than what he really was. So for the first time, Lou is about to be surrounded by two superstars, and two superstars is about to be threatened by. Uh, unnamely go-to guy. 
And those three are going to have to figure this shit out. That's and right. that's they the problem. Back it, to so Doc, can, Doc can't go in there and say, oh, this is the go-to guy and you got... No. They have to figure it out. You know, like when Jamal Crawford comes onto a team, have you noticed? He's always in the last couple of minutes mm-hmm. and he's always taking the big shots mm-hmm. because the players established it. So these two SARS, one the champion, one an MVP candidate, one's... One, uh, one finals MVP candidate, one's an MVP candidate this year, regular season, has to basically negotiate who is the go-to guy at the end of the game. And that's where the, the Clippers are going to struggle during, during close games at the beginning of the season. And if, 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 if no one understands what I'm saying and – disagrees with me I want them to go back and look at all the close games of Golden State when Kevin Durant got there those three superstars uh, Kevin Curry Clay didn't know who was going to take the last shot they played horrible they made the worst basketball decisions in them moments because what ended up happening is Curry was hurt most of his young career. And then he blossomed. But during that blossom, they were destroying everyone so bad that he didn't play in most of the fourth quarters. Like whole fourth quarters, like no minutes of the fourth quarter. And in most of the games, two to three minutes of the fourth quarter. So you have your superstar MVP, back-to-back MVP with no three-minute experience, with no last-minute mm-hmm. three-minute experience. Clay, Clay as well, for that matter. No, that's what I'm saying. So you have your back-to-back MVP, Clay Green, with no last-minute experience. Because they never had to. Not that they don't know how. They've never had to to know how. Then you get Kevin Durant come over there where Russell was taking most of the big shots towards the end, Mm. giving him a few. Mm -hmm. So now you have these three guys who, most of the, if you looked at Golden State, the guy who was making all the decisions in the end was Green. He was the driving and hitting and passing it and giving it to he the guy. He wasn't the shooter. He wasn't the shooter, but he was the creator. Okay, so I think if you look at this group, Kawhi, championships, obviously, um, learn how to play in more of a role in San Antonio, but then what he did in Toronto last mm-hmm. year, take over. Paul George, like you said, never was the – I don't think he hit a game winner in Indy. No, he hit a few. No, he hit a few. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just a few. So – but Lou, consistently, from longer than those guys, has been the takeover mm-hmm. player. I think it depends on the situation, right? There's Match no it. situation. Either the guy is him or he's not. There's no changing situations. That's the problem with the go-to guy. You don't change the situations. They play Milwaukee, right? So Giannis is on. It don't matter who's – if you're the go-to – did it's it matter? It's a matchup for Lou attack that matchup. Did it matter for who Jordan had on him or Kobe? Or Kyrie. Did the matchup change who took those shots? Nobody no, because it doesn't. Nobody could guard them, right? If you're the go-to guy, no one guards you. Like, right. did did Doc say, oh, Lou, you're outmatched because you got uh, Curry on you? Oh, you got John Wall on you? Or you got Paul... Dr- no, I don't give a fuck who you got on you. You're the go-to guy. You hit mm-hmm. the shots. Hang on, Gil. We got to take a break. Got to talk about our sponsors. For this one, we put our guy Tim to work. Okay. Because Tim, as you know... Got the, the thick glasses, <laughs> right? So I said, hey, do you, do you wear contacts by chance? Because we're working with simple contacts, and they're going to make your life better. So we hooked them up, got them online, because simple contacts are awesome. There are a million ways and a million things demanding your time. Contact lenses should not be one of them. Simple contacts let you renew your prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes. Your couch, yep. The office, sure. The doctor's office is now wherever you are. Simple Contacts Vision Test is self-guided and takes less than five minutes. And I asked him, and he was even, because he's smart with computers, mm-hmm. right? so he knocked it out in like two minutes. Think about how much time you save compared to making an appointment, getting to the eye doctor, taking time off, and all that stuff. It's designed by ophthalmologists, 
and a licensed doctor reviews every test so you can skip the office visit, but not the care. Reviews speak for themselves. Simple Contacts has been rated five stars over 5,000 times on the App Store. That's like the ratings for the No Show podcast. Uh-huh. Five stars every time. Five stars, baby. Every time. Every time. You can text with the sport team and always get to speak with a person. No automated robot systems here. Simple Contacts has all the brands and types of lenses you're familiar with, which is exactly what Tim did. So you never have to shop around to find the lenses at the best price. You find the lenses that are yours. The Simple Vision test is only $20. Compare that to an appointment which without insurance could cost up to $200. The contact lens prices are unbeatable. Standard shipping is free. And best of all, we're offering a promotion to the No Chill listeners like we always do. So here's what you got to do. It's $20 off with the com- with the promo code NOCHILL20. So it's $20 off when you go to simplecontacts.com slash NOCHILL20 or enter NOCHILL20 at checkout. So this, you should know, is also not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam, which is why Tim needs, you know, a guy <laughs> with glasses like him, he had to go. And so, but this just helps the process. It's simple, simple contacts, mm-hmm. right? Saves time, time is money, and you get what you need. Just like that. Yeah. Should, we, should we do that promo code one more time? Do it one more time. As always, right? Do it one more time. All right, just in case you forgot. Simplecontacts.com slash nochill20 or nochill20 at checkout. Okay, and Simple Contacts, hey, I got a little little request. It might be popular too. Make us a lot of money. You see how I said us, us. Mm -hmm. A lot of money. Um, Glow in a dark context so people can see at night. Yeah, you know, like night vision. Yes, like night vision. Come on, that'd be fucking hot. Yeah, you know how many people buy that? Yeah, a a ton. Hmm. Hmm. All the creeps out there. Oh my god! I don't know if you should give that away for free right now. That's what I'm saying. I didn't. In simple context, let's get on the phone. I didn't. I'm patting. You just no. You just did. I'm patting it. You put it on wax right now. I know. That's for us to do a deal. Okay. To see where my mind goes. Okay. So you have the um, glowing. Yeah. No. The no chill night vision. Night vision. Contacts. Yes. All right. You have a man. Hey, hey. When you're trying to go to the bathroom, Mm -hmm. you don't have to turn on the light. Mm -hmm. You good? (laughs) What? What? (sighs) Heat. That's heat right there. It's 2019. I mean, that should already. I know. That's what. Be available. All right. Let's make it happen, baby. No chill night vision on simple contacts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, okay, Gil, I got to talk to you about something. I know you got you got matching brands right now, but we got to talk about your sock game. Mm-hmm. Like it's an intervention right now. Okay. We got to talk socks. Uh, intervention? We got to talk socks. Okay. Let's talk it. How often do you think about your socks? All the time. Yeah, every day you put socks on every mm-hmm. day, right? Mm-hmm. So today they match, you know, we got brands on brands. If you're like we used to be, though, is not much. Think about those days. But recently, we discovered socks that changed the way we think about socks forever. Mm-hmm. They're called Bombas. So Bombas are the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. And they're hooking us up here on the No Show Podcast. They're made from super soft, natural cotton. And every pair comes with arch support, a seamless toe, and a cushioned footbed that's comfy, but not too thick. So that cushioned footbed, think about that, and the arch support, uh-huh. it's like... Like the the Lamborghini of socks. I'm reading. Hey, for, you're, you're right. Do, you're doing yes. Your I'm right looking. They nice. And for a Hooper, I mean, that's like the, that is the most important thing. Yeah, actually, it is. So, with many colors, patterns, length, and styles, Bombas look great at the gym, at the office, and out on the town. Don't forget about those after hours. Bombas are what feet daydream about. And for every Bombas purchase you make, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. So. Buy your Bombas at bombas.com slash no chill today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas, B-O-M-B-A-A-S, dot com slash no chill for 20% off. Bombas.com slash no chill. Take care of those feet. Yeah, feet are most important. That's right. Like I didn't, what's so funny is I didn't wear NBA socks when I played. I wore these cushioned socks because, you know, you're doing so much running that you need that actual cushion Mm -hmm. with your orthotics. You know, so I always wore cushioned socks. So uh, you wore just a quality pair of socks versus like, guys that, you know, you wore two. 
like one. Like some guys wear two, some guys wear the NBA. Actually, not yeah. not a good pair. idea. Yeah. Just get yourself one good pair. One good pair. That's all. Yeah, but you got a couple mo- multiple go to guys here, so. You, but that's the problem. That's the luxury that they have. They can uh, on any given night go to a different guy. Okay, so let's put. Let's put. Jordan. Kobe. And Dame Leonard on the same court. Who's the go-to guy? Jordan. Alpha. Biggest nuts. Who has the biggest nuts of this group? So do you sub out Dame Leonard because you don't need him because that's your specialty? No. Hmm. So what is he in for? Options. Options. I want to win the game. I put my best five players on the floor at that point. My my number one option is going to be, let's say, Kawhi. Your number one option is I, Kawhi. Out of this group, I would choose Kawhi. I mean, I want... I don't know. I like Lou so a lot. if Lou Williams has never played without the ball the last three minutes in his whole career, how would he be just sitting in a corner... If he's the go-to guy, but Kawhi has been a corner guy, and Paul George has been a corner guy, why would you take the power out of your most powerful guy's hand and put it in someone who's just getting used to it? You think Kawhi is just getting used to it? Who you have? Who you think has more game winners? Okay, of, of the of that group, Lou. Okay, but. You just saw the shot Kawhi hit in the playoffs. Cool. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That's amazing. Just won MVP of the finals. Right. Yeah. Just won the finals. Uh-huh. Second time for actually both of those in his career. Uh-huh. I think he can handle the moment. But you have a guy who is the moment. Yeah. Lou is the wave of fourth quarter. So, okay. So ask, now you're taking you. a wave and you're putting him in the corner. What is the point of him now? I don't see you put him in the corner, but I'm, let me ask you. So he's he's the guy that you go to. Mm-hmm. Who? Lou? Is that who you're saying? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's that's your go-to guy. Saying it's a no-brainer. No-brainer. Okay. Like there was like there was no-brainer that Ginobili was the go-to guy, and you got Tim Duncan on the floor. But I wouldn't have never made just like Pop didn't. I'm not making a four-down. And Duncan hits free throws. Mm-hmm. And he's the best power forward of all times, possibly. Possibly. And he's a mega star. But they didn't go to him at the end. They always went to Ginobili, the sixth man. That means two other two all stars had to suck in their ego. Because you know what? That guy, he's special in those moments. See, if they wasn't gonna go to Ginobili, there was no point of having him on the court. See, so if they're not going to put the ball in Lou's hand and say, Lou, do what you do in the last two minutes, because this is where you excel. Got to remember, some people excel in moments. He's one of them, just like a test taker. Mm-hmm. You know, some guys, some people, they're horrible at school, but when it comes to pressure tests, oh, they ace them because mm-hmm. that's their skill. That's when their brain is more active. That's Lou's. So that's where the Clippers are going to struggle. They're going to struggle the last three minutes until they find out who gets this damn ball. That's it. That's it. I think we just talked the whole thing in a full circle. And I think we, I mean, I you think still, we both said Lou at, at, at the beginning, but yeah, we're back to it. Go no, Lou. no, no. You said Kawhi. I think I said Lou. You said Kawhi. Running back. I'm pretty sure I said Lou. I think I said Lou up front. Mm-hmm. And then I, went I mean, to then Kawhi. you have like other, you have other groups that's, that's dynamic duels. I mean, you still have well, CJ that, and Dame. Yeah. You got We didn't ben get into and, all of them because I think that's the theme of this summer is there are a lot of dynamic duos in the NBA where it used to be like the three. Right. Uh, I mean, there's like always dynamic duels. It's just the, big three the newest it. ones that come together. People yeah. are all woohoo about But the good news for the league is that there's more duos throughout the league for whereas like in Golden State, we had the big three. Miami with bronze team. That was a big three thing. Mm-hmm. And now the big three talk is less, and it's more about duos. Because no one has, I mean, there's still some. Three is what wins it. Three, three dominant players. I'm going to say 
five wins it, right? You want depth. You want like we talked yeah, about. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, but it. when it comes to stars, you you need three stars that can carry it. And well, I mean, Lakers did, and what Clippers. Did, what did Toronto do this year? Uh, they beat on the team that didn't really have no, their hurt, right? Yeah. <laughs> but they play well. I mean, they, they play, play well. well. But really, what they had was like one and a half. Yeah, they had they had more of a five man team. They had a five. They have one guy who loaded him, but everyone else complemented the load. Yeah, and that's that's what Toronto was. Yeah, you know, we had great complementary players who could be averaging fifteen to twenty elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And they all basically bought in. But now, so it's, it's like um, NBA Jam. A lot of good NBA Jam teams, mm-hmm. duos. But so far, I think the three teams that is, that's going to be leading the pack in dominance mm-hmm. is Lakers, Clippers, and um, and Blazers. You're thinking only nobody, Bla- nobody uh, in the East? Uh, Blazers got Whiteside, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about Philly? Philly went backwards. I'm a backwards, but backwards. It took a step back. I, actually, I would say in the East, though. They took a step things, back. Yeah. Okay. Both, you, you, I understand. I understand. You went to the finals. Your Jimmy Butler was averaging 18, which is your second option. And you get rid of him, bringing Al Horford. Who makes you slower? Doesn't spread the floor as much, and then you lose JJ Redick, who doesn't spread the floor at much. And your second mega star in the rising needs a spread floor. So you took out two guys who actually spreads the floor for that mega star. So now you shrunk the floor on them. You went backwards. And then if they, they don't have, they want him also to come in with a. And then the if jump they don't, shot is a, if they don't have success, damn it, they're gonna blame Ben. They're gonna blame Ben and Embiid. Mm. Embiid, you're not taking the game too serious. But I don't think anybody in the East, what Brooklyn did, right moves, but they just they're a year away. No, but what I'm saying. So I, I don't I don't think the East is really. But what I'm saying is they went backwards, and they're they're not gonna have the success they had last year. And people are going to blame the two bigs, not knowing that Ben needs open space. Mm -hmm. Give them shooters so everyone can't sit in the lane. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you took that away from them will hurt, will hurt. The court won't be as as open for Embiid either. You know, so, you know, it kind of, it kind of like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, People don't understand. Like, it's old school, though. Because if you hurt, if you if you take something out that you don't think is important, and it hurts the rest of the team, and then you look at like all oh, these guys don't have it, but it was just that one little piece that mm-hmm. fit to make this puzzle. It's a puzzle, yeah. How you put that puzzle together? And then um, Milwaukee, they, <laughs> I mean, they didn't they didn't upgrade. You're just not satisfied with Milwaukee. Not I'm satisfied. Like, I don't call you a hater, but, it's but not yeah, I just think if you look across the, the the Eastern Conference, no one no one jumps out at you that got way better. Like I said, what what Brooklyn did, but they won't have KD for a year. And I think what Philly did was nothing. Mm, they they're more they're they're showing they're a half court team. Yeah, a half Bang. court team with no half court player. Embiid, you take away you take away Ben, Tobias and Horford. Okay, but you take away Ben. I think I still think they at this moment they come out of the East. Who give like it doesn't matter? No, they don't. They come out of the East. No. Who's the go-to guy? Jimmy's gone. Tobias Harris. Oh, so they're gonna put so they're gonna just say, "All right, Tobias, here's the ball. Give me some buckets." Mm-hmm. Okay. I think they had too much going on. Last year, he, okay. didn't, he, he was doing that in L.A. Okay. Here's the ball. Create. Get get open shots. Get buckets. Create. Play one-on-one. Okay. Got it. All right. Okay. Tell me who else you see in the ease. I'm waiting no. to hear. No. Boston? No. Mm-mm. All right. They're going to be exciting. Yeah. 
They'll be exciting with Kimba and that young nucleus. I mean, they, what's so funny is they're going to look better because because you get the same player, just not with as many dribbles. Um, you know, with Kimba, I mean, he has the same jerky bounce game. Um but he won't over dribble, mm-hmm. you know. So you're gonna have you got the same guy who's gonna finish, hit big shots. You got the same you got the same player, just one's a little more freakier with it when he's deciding to do stuff. And um, one I would say is more efficient. Which one? Kemba. He's more efficient. Um, Kyrie has a little bit more to his game when it comes to creativity. Like from his layup package, but when yeah, it comes to just give me a win, but just like when it own. comes to win, and, and I think he's going to mesh better with those players. Yeah, and and I don't know that Kyrie is not a winner, but I just think, and I think he's Kemba a, actually is. Kyrie's Kemba. a second option. Yeah. Um, and this is no offense to his who he is; it's just his game style. Mm-hmm. He is his style of play, not him as a person. His style of play is just finish. Mm-hmm. I don't really need you for the <laughs> the rest of, you know. Yeah, I would say if you're going to average 20, I'd rather you average 20 in the fourth quarter and the fourth quarter only because you dominating the ball the rest of the game kind of takes away from everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why there's that big, you know, so before in his Cleveland days, LeBron takes mm-hmm. care of everybody. You find your way and then in the fourth quarter we go to you. Do you think and that's why he averaged 25 mm-hmm. with two other players who were all-stars averaging 27 and 19 and 10, you know, because he just gets to play in his element. So, you know, he's more of that Lou type, just come in and just give me buckets. I don't need you to think about the rest of the team. So what he's going to do in Brooklyn, same shit. Dribble, 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 a bunch of highlights, you know. And when he does have 50... He's going to have to do a lot more this year. When he has 50 and 55 and 60, is because he's just scoring. Mm-hmm. And he is like, I don't think he... I don't think he realizes how easy scoring is for him versus being a highlight player. Like, being a highlight player and being a scorer is two different things. Like a score, a guy who scores, like scores, his package of dribbling is limited. It's not limited. He just uses less because he doesn't need it. He doesn't need them all. He doesn't need the 52 fakes and dribbles and up. It just goes like Dame Leonard, CJ, Mm -hmm. score. Mm -hmm. You know, Kimba, same thing. Jordan, Kobe, score, score. Like Joe Johnson. Score, just score. Yeah, Yeah, you just, I I just need, because I need to, I use, I use, my energy on putting the ball in the basket, not dribbling around. So Yeah, and I think all the things that he has, the pullbacks, the spinbacks. He has things. it all, but yeah. he doesn't need it all. Because no one can stop your first move. Yeah. He does but but you're gonna do after you're gonna two two more after that. What what is the what is the other two more for? Just get the bucket. They can't guard you the first time. Boom. 50, 60. You remember when I said it? I remember uh, well, this is on out of bounds. When I said if James Harden, I said it first. When James Harden, if he took out 12 dribbles on each possession, he'd average 36. Boom. He averaged 36. He was the only, he was the only player. That was the number. What's so funny? He was the only player I seen that was capable. He was capable. He's the only player I seen capable of averaging 36 because his scoring package was too simple. You know, when he was sitting at 29 and I'm looking at him, dribble, 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 dribble. I'm like, yo, he doesn't waste any energy. He's averaging 29 with no energy wasted. It's too simple. When you say no energy wasting, like trying to dunk on people or... No, no, no. Like too, running okay. like okay, like, like Yeah, Hamilton. like, okay, like, um, like Clay 
And yeah, the cardio. Yeah, I'm doing a cart. Like I'm, he has a simple boom, 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 mm-hmm. three, boom, 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 layup, boom, 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 step back. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he has a simple scoring package and he's scoring at a high level, if he takes away the bop, 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 mm-hmm. bop, 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 those twelve pointless dribbles when he's getting ready to try yeah, to score. Back up. Yeah, and if he took back. that out of yeah. his game, that means there's more possessions he's gonna have. Oh man, shit! The guy can have thirty six easy. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's just twelve, just twelve dribbles, each possession, get you that, and that's exactly what he did. Hmm. You know, because you can see, like this, this guy scores too easy. Kyrie's the same. Your package is so complex that you don't actually need it to score against these players. Mm-hmm. And the minute you take it out, like say, you know what? I don't need A through Z. I can just use A, B, and C. A, B, and C gets him to 28, 29. I mean, you can't stay in front of him anyway. But the fact that he does three to four moves is like, eh, hmm. all right. We just wasted an extra eight min- eight seconds. Okay, cool. <laughs> that's less possessions. Good thing the shot clock is. Yeah, that's what I said. Like, 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 then that's what I said. How can how can that team have even won if your number one scorer, who who dribbles all the time, only averages 23? People said only average, tw- only 23. Yeah, that's... CJ McCullough is second option. He averages 21. Clay averages 20, 21, 22. He's the third option. So, yeah, number one option averaging 23. Yeah, you're fucking far behind in this in this league. Mm-hmm. Because you you waste the majority of your possessions because he's dribbling. Instead of just let me just go get these buckets right quick. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. They have no chance. Brooklyn. <laughs> I don't I mean, I got to see what else Brooklyn has. Hey, it's the summertime. Let's give people some good news, so. That is good news. Lakers, uh, Lakers, Blazers, and Clippers. Good news, LA. One of you, one of you, one of you three going to win. LA's, LA's feeling itself right one, now. One of you three is going to win it. Uh, the favorite right now is Lakers as the favorite. Mm-hmm. Second, second is Blazers to me. And chances, if Clippers and the Blazers have to play in the playoffs, I. <sighs> That's going to be just a good-ass match. If those two had to play, if those two are playing in the playoffs, that's going to be a good-ass match. And if Clippers have a chance at winning the championship, it's because they made the decision of the peck. They put the pecking pecking order order in. They put the pecking order in. Because that's the thing. We just, we come off the playoffs and we see the series. Let me me tell you why the pecking order is important for Clippers. Who's carried that team last two years? Lou. Who does the rest of the team trust in? Lou. You go right there. Don't fuck with that. So now you got two players coming in, shitting and pissing in a whole nother <laughs> man's. And whole Maybe nother... not. I, I don't think they will, though. I don't think it's going to be like that. You don't know. So, don't know? That's what I said. Is hey. That's the problem. You didn't think Melo would be fucking I'm frightened making, over uh, a little Asian guy. No. <laughs> you didn't think that was going to happen, but it did. Make, making an informed guess, educated guess. You wouldn't have thought no. that there would have been that kind of destruction in over an Asian guard. <laughs> you didn't think someone was going to be afraid. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, you didn't. So, so you don't know until it, it, it plays out. But, but, but I will give the Clippers the benefit of the doubt because of the personalities. You know, mm-hmm. you got Kawhi, he's mm-hmm. his he's a whole new mood mm-hmm. of just <laughs> chilling. He's a whole new mood of chilling. So I don't think he has a problem. Paul George has been the second option before. He he's Easy played with Russ and he's a cool guy. So mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't see them having a problem if I had to put money on it because of the personalities they are. You know what? To be honest, Lou might be the alpha male when it mm-hmm. comes to personalities. Him and him and um Pat Pat Beverly. Mm-hmm. So I don't really see any buck between mm-hmm. that group. Um so from there it's just playing together. Mm-hmm. You know, playing together, meshing together, um, and staying out of that group, gotta stay out of Portland's way. And that's it. I mean, that's that's the only group because you have two guards on that side who are both gamers. Mm-hmm. They are both hoopers. They are both finishers. So you can't focus on one. 
you know, if you're shutting down one, that means the other one is popping. Mm-hmm. And you be damned if both popping. Yeah, that, that's a, so you got two. To that's with. what I'm saying. You got two Lou Williamses over there. Mm-hmm. You know, with a team that plays well together, that's been there together. So that's the only group you do not want to face in the playoffs. Yeah, I would say the Lakers don't have a problem with them because they're too the big. Bigs, right. They're too big. Uh, they still have Nurkic, which is the guy people forget. Yeah. But, so I think that at the moment. You have Nurkic? That's so what I'm saying. You have Nurkic and you have Westside. So that, you have. That it. matchup favors Portland. I think the Lakers matchup favors against Portland. Lakers will. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like you don't want to, you don't want to face Port. If you're Clippers, you don't want to face Portland in the playoffs, right? Um, and then once you get to the Lakers, from there, it's it becomes who's great, whose players are great at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, when teams that beat LeBron in the playoffs are teams that the bench. Outplayed the other bench, and I think this team is deep. Like you know, so it's, it's. I think they got another move or two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like who the, the it's the second unit that 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 beats LeBron's mm-hmm. groups. Um, the first units are usually fucking equal, to be honest. No matter how outmatched they are, like I've never seen. You know, the the start uh, Lakers starting five going down fifteen twenty. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, just LeBron's teams and when we just Cleveland never really seen it. You know, they're getting beat I mean, off the jump. It's once they saw the Warriors kick their ass a few times. Not off the jump, not off the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, you know, so he holds down. Mm-hmm. So it's that's what I said. It's like it's one of those things where Clippers, if you want to make it, you just gotta stay out of Portland's vision mm-hmm. and let Lakers take them out and then you just cruise through the rest of the West, mm-hmm. you know, in the playoffs. You know, if you have to if if like if you're Clippers, you would rather f- you would rather be in the Lakers bracket versus you know yeah because what's funny is you have a better chance you have a better chance beating. What I say? You have it's a all better, matchups. You have a, you have a better chance beating the Lakers than you do Portland. Mm-hmm. It's just I mean it's just weird you know it's, again it's just matchups mm-hmm. you know you and and I, I can see that I can see. The struggle on both sides, you know. So if I'm coaching that, and it's coming down to those last two games, it depends on if there's another team that that Portland can't beat in that bracket, and then I would try to seed myself like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's what we're gonna be watching for. Yeah. Speaking of Asian players, you're going to Asia. Most you gonna be on a oh yeah, trip. going to Asia. Do I know where I'm going? No. Shanghai. No, I'm not going to Shanghai. So I got info that you're going to Shanghai. Just find that out. If that's true, yeah, I'm just finding it out. Like I really <laughs> just breaking news on you. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, we'll be out there for a week. Yeah. We'll be off for a week, but we're gonna come back with more episodes. More episodes, baby. Some time on the road again. All right. So for now. So what we have now is the duos. The the duos. How I have them. Mm-hmm. I have LeBron and KD one mm. as just them, just forces. Wait, what did you say? Um, just forces, just mm-hmm. the dominoes. Just I got LeBron and KD number one. Eighty. Eighty. I mean, sorry. Yeah, LeBron like, and eighty. I, I thought one. you said that the first time. <laughs> wait, wait. LeBron and uh, eighty number one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go with Paul George and Kawhi. As second, mm-hmm. because they bring because they bring defense. Because both of them are great defensive players, so they bring a mm-hmm. off. They bring offense. Yeah, they might not have assists together, because but they they they're a defensive group too. So those two play offense and defense versus Harden and Russell, who's giving you rebounds and assists. So their rebounds is more than Kawhi and. PG together, and obviously their sister's way more than, you know, and they're scoring more, but because of the defense from the other group, I'll put I'll put Harden them third, then I'll go I'll go CJ and Dame. Yeah. CJ and Dame, and then Ben and Embiid. I go Ben and Embiid. 
Only thing about CJ and Dame, you don't get a lot of defense there. No, but they, I mean they have team. But they defense. can guard they at have, their position. They, yeah, they have team defense back there. They do. And then and the then, thing for Embiid and Simmons is kind of it's a lot of size actually. Yeah, I mean you have a lot of size, but it's not a lot of finesse. If it's not put the if it's not if you don't have the right team around them, then you kind of hurt their talent. You don't hurt Embiid's talent because you give him the ball in the half court, he's going to outmatch his guy. But the fact that your big, your other superstar is not really shooting yet, and you can't really knock down that shot, that you know um, you hurt his game by the you know certain moves. Mm-hmm. You know, so I got one though that we're, we're we're not. No one's really talking about them right now, but they are going to be cool to watch. I'm hyped for it. Porzingis and Luca. I like them. I want to see what that group is about. Mm-hmm. You know, because because the unicorns missed you know a whole a year season. Off, like I, we were saying before, you take a year out of the the public eye, people like, yeah. just forget you yeah, so know how to play it's, basketball. It's it's, it's like man, know, that's gonna be a you know that's gonna be a nice. That's gonna. I'll give them a hopeful seven, seventh place of of duos duos. I give them. I give them seven with upside. Shit, I'll tell you, he's a, they're ahead of Ben and, and Bede for me if they're healthy. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, no. as well, dominant. Hey. No, 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 no. Mm. We haven't you, seen it yet. You, 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 no, 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 no. You know, Embiid averages twenty-seven and thirteen, right? He's, yeah. yeah, he's dominant. That's dominant. Like, you know, like Luke, they put. You that, know, Luca has a package and he could shoot. What did he average this year? Twenty-four. 23? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I give them seven because they haven't played together. So, I just want to see it. Um, that's why I said with upside. They get mm-hmm. a little upside on it. You know, I just mm-hmm. got to see it. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I just got to see it. That's the thing about it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put any money on it because no, I mean, we, I, we got there. No, I will put money on it because I'm assuming that it goes... Mm, that's yeah. why I gave them upside. I'll give them. I give them the thumb up. I give them the thumb up. Yes. Like they're they're seventh right now because of just seven because yeah. they haven't played any game of potential. Yes, mm. like you know, I I got a Yoikich and Murray. Mm. I got them six mm-hmm. right now, and then you know, got them six. Okay, that's it. All right, that's it. See you. Have fun in China.